Hello and welcome to the Film Expo South podcast. I'm Adam Powney and I'm joined by Spencer McDonald, who's Assistant General Secretary of BEC2, the Media and Entertainment Union. Hello, Spencer. Hello. How are you this evening? Very well, thank you. Good. So, BEC2, can you just briefly tell me what BEC2 does and what they are? Okay, BEC2 is a trade union, um, so we represent all people behind the camera in the media and entertainment. So uh, my remit is for freelancers in uh, film and television, and that's the growing part of the union. So we cover people in the BBC, people people in ITV, people in film, people in independent television productions, theatres, and OBs and those sorts of things. And if we narrow it down to the film industry and small productions, what can the union do for small production companies? So we recognise that you know small productions have got uh, tight budgets. So it's about trying to keep uh, the show on the road. So we work with um, the British Film Commission, um, and their, their primary focus is about trying to encourage inward investment. But we also try to put on the table. Uh, about uh, indigenous productions to, to make sure that you know they're encouraging indigenous productions to be made and that's about uh, funding as well so we also talk to the bfi about trying to get seed funding uh, and those sorts of things but we also work with productions on a local level to try and make sure that you know that the crew are happy they're more engaged uh, and they're better trained as well. So we do lots of training in terms of uh, working with the safety critical areas. So to say if I was to join BEC2 as a union, what benefits would I gain from being part of this? Hey, well, it depends on... Uh, some people join uh, BEC2 uh, just simply for uh, what we do is uh, public liability insurance. So a lot of productions are saying that people have to be insured um, so we offer uh, £10 million worth of public liability insurance. So a lot of people join for you know, the, the, the insurance aspect. Um, but a lot of people also join because they're interested in trying to make sure that they're paid properly, the hours are kept under a reasonable level and those sorts of things. So we have negotiations with uh, TV drama, with feature films, with factuals and those sorts of things. And we try and encourage uh, our members to get involved in those negotiations. Um, and we've been quite successful in certain areas. So in TV drama, we're almost there in terms of agreement for high-end TV drama and all the way down to, you know, to children's drama uh, uh, on T's and C's. So what I'm quite interested is, is there a big difference between the big, the big players and the small production companies? Is there a big difference in their demands of the union? There's, uh, yeah, it's it's not quite as black and white as that really can you explain um, so, it because i don't know yeah there's uh, so you've got the the major uh, u.s studio pictures so say like the star wars and those sorts of uh, uh, uh films that are going on and then you've also got the very low budget uh, which are so they crew up so the low budget would have uh, a, a minimal number of crew on it whereas you know a major studio picture with a huge number of people on there and it have run for much longer. Um, so those ones where they've got, you know, the the um, uh, like Star Wars and those sorts of things, they'd have a big construction that would go on first, um, it would normally be, you know, back two members, um, and that would highlight if there's any issues right from the beginning, whereas the smaller productions probably have got a smaller set, and the problems probably wouldn't be highlighted until they actually start shooting. Um, so our role tends to start a lot earlier with the bigger budget um, productions than they do with the smaller productions. I was going to come to that, but because the 
process is su such a long thing and the landscape is forever changing. How does the uh -huh. unions help keep up with that ever-changing landscape? How do they evolve? Yeah, well, all trade unions have uh, had to adapt, really, because the, the old traditional role of the trade union has been about the, the bread and butter issues. So it's been about you know, the end of pay, terms and conditions. And that's still at the heart of you know what we, we tend to do. Because um, a lot of the time when we're talking about pay, terms and conditions, it's a bit like you know sunshine to a vampire when you're talking to employers. So we've had to introduce um, new things. So we get involved in uh, health and safety. We do lots of training with the employers. So we've got rigors training scheme, we've got a grips training scheme. Um, so we've done a, a broad range of different things, but also in terms of you know uh, things for our members as well. We kind of we track what productions uh, are coming up. So we do what's called early bird. So we highlight um, forthcoming productions. So it gives them the first bite of the cherry. We do things like Crew Bus, which is like an online directory service, uh, and we're also quite heavily involved in things like diversity because. What we find is there's a lot of nepotism within the industry. So, you know, you find up a production and they say, oh, yeah, I'm working with, you know, Joe Bloggs, uh, K Bloggs, and uh, then you suddenly find out it's the, the whole family that are actually working on that production. And it doesn't really give anyone else from other backgrounds an opportunity to, uh, to, to, to work on those types of uh, films as well. When you... Um come into contact with uh, someone part of the union when it's constantly evolving what challenges do you face when keeping up it can't be easy no no the, the, the biggest challenge really is the um the, the way the the way they're kind of they're engaged um so the crew on the bigger budgets um they're, they're changing the way they're engaged so there was only uh, two two types of uh, engagement. One was like a continuous working day where they work all the way through and then finish and go home and they'd have a small break in between. And then it was like a standard working day uh, where they'd have the, they'd the break in the middle, but they'd do 12 hours. And they started to introduce new things like uh, semi-continuous working days. So they'd work for, for 10 and a half hours, get a half hour break uh, and those sorts of things. And then there's about travel. Um, they're doing you know more and more location work where... They're expecting people to travel greater distances um, and not be paid for it or be put overnight. So that's a challenge for the union because um, we want to make sure that, you know, if people are going to be working on these jobs, that it's paramount that their health and safety is uh, centre to that. Um, so so we're constantly on the phone to, to productions when they're pushing the boundaries to try and get the crew to, to work longer, uh, longer hours and travel greater distances without giving them the the, uh, the proper overnights and those sorts of things. So if I wanted um, union representation, um, how would I even sign up to Beck2 or get in contact with someone? How would that come about? Well, most productions you'd probably find that uh, are most departments on the, the production, that there'd be someone who's a Beck2 member. Um, but all you have to do is show that you do work in the industry. So you need some sort of evidence and you, know, you do actually work in the industry. So if you've got a credit or a call sheet or, um, you know, you've got something on IMBD that, you know, we can check. So providing there's some evidence that you do work in the industry, you're eligible to, to join the union. Um, beck 2 has got a website. We do lots of events where we try to, to go around the more established colleges um, and those sorts of things. We go to trade fairs, those sorts of things. So we, we highlight, you know, with the trade union for uh, workers, you know, in this industry. We are out there, uh, and we're quite good at communicating that message. Normally, most people who have worked in the industry for a while know about us, 
Um, so the, the only gap really is the, the newcomers to the industry. And that's what we're trying to fill at the moment by going around the universities and uh, spreading the message to, to them as well. Amazing. So will you be attending Film Expo South in February? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I always I always enjoy. It. I know there was a, there was the first one last year, uh, so you know hopefully you know next this year next year will be you know even better. Uh, and I enjoy going to trade fairs actually. Um, you know we go to to quite a few, especially in London and the South East, uh, where there seems to be quite a concentration of them. But I always enjoy it because it's an opportunity to engage with you know people who are actually working in our industry rather than just talking to them on the phone or doing things at a distance. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy them. There we go. So Spence will be at Film Expo South on the 3rd of February, and hopefully you'll be able to uh, get in contact with them and actually meet them in person. But for more information, head over to www.filmexposouth.co.uk. And thank you very much for joining me, Spencer. No problem at all.